May I speak in the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I don't know if many of you are on Facebook or other social media, some of which seem to be changing names at the moment, or whether you receive by WhatsApp or email amusing pictures that someone thinks you might like, but one of them which popped up again in the last week or two was church notice board messages which may not have been too well thought out. I don't know if any of you have seen this one. Things like, this Sunday, potluck supper, prayer and medication to follow. A potluck supper, for those of you not familiar with American speak, is sort of a bring and share meal. So prayer and medication rather than, medication, rather than meditation to follow. But the one that caught my eye in this, in all these messages failing was a church notice board proclaiming what the sermon subjects are going to be. Some churches do it. I'm never organised enough to think about this. Mind you, the lectionary guides us to some extent. So this morning, Jesus walks on water. This evening, searching for Jesus. You could take that in so many ways. Are they related, though, apart from in that comic way that possibly combining them? Well, actually, today's readings seem to suggest they are. In the Gospel reading, we have Jesus walking on water. It starts after he's been feeding the crowd with the disciples in a boat. In a storm. Has anyone else been on a boat in a storm? I lived in Guernsey for a few years, so that would have been the obvious time for me to experience this, but generally over there, the boats just got cancelled when there was a storm and you were stranded. Instead, I went on a diocesan youth pilgrimage from the Diocese of Truro to the Isles of Scilly. And it's fair to say a journey to the depths of Sheol would have been smoother and more enjoyable. It wasn't a great experience getting there. But when you're on a boat in a storm, you can't see very much, I found. You don't want to see very much either. But Peter saw Jesus despite the storm on the boat. We hear the wind was still going. And then he walks towards Jesus that massive faith he could tell it was him and then doubt and he starts to sink searching for Jesus could so easily have turned to searching for Peter if Jesus hadn't reached out his hand to save him Peter was searching for Jesus Jesus was searching for Peter in return. God was reaching out to reach him, to touch him, to save him in the way God reaches out to each and every one of us. Maybe not in such a dramatic way, to be fair. Searching for Jesus, searching for God, which we also see in the Old Testament reading. Elijah, and he's searching for God. Where is God? What about in the mighty winds? Nope. What about in the earthquake? Nope. 
Where is God? Oh yes, in the silence. In the silence where there is apparently nothing. Actually there is. God is there in an unexpected place, in an unexpected way. There is God. And so I wonder, where do you find God? Do you find God in big, exuberant worship services? Do you find God in crowds, in places where there is lots of noise, lots of things going on, in chaos even, as the disciples saw Jesus? Or in something simpler? That makes me think, where do people think we should find God? Are there those expectations where we should see God and where we shouldn't? I spent some time training for ordination in South Africa. And there the worship was sort of Anglo-Catholic Pentecostal, really. A real focus on the sacraments, as we are here, but in a very different style of worship. Worship bands, loud alleluias being proclaimed and things. I'm reminded of this recently where a friend of mine from over there, Father Marcus, was laid to rest yesterday. His funeral was in Cape Town. The style of worship there taught me so much. But we may not cope with it quite so well here at Holy Trinity, possibly. On the other hand, I also spent time in years gone by at the Walsingham Youth Pilgrimage. Many of us here have been to Walsingham. But the Youth Pilgrimage is something else. There are worship bands. There's worship in tents. There's Bible study. There's smoke machines. There's stage lighting. There's processions of Our Lady. There's concelebrated mass. There's exposition of the Blessed Sacrament of Benediction. And it is there, in a tent, with our Lord on the altar, that I could so clearly, one youth pilgrimage, sense the presence of God. Amongst all the crowds and everything, just in that quiet, I could sense Jesus was truly there. Where do we find God? That is a question in the Old Testament and the Gospel. Do we find God in the big over-the-top things? Or in the small things? Leading to those questions, where is Jesus? Who is Jesus? Where is God? And of course the miracles show us something of this. The miracles show us as well as the disciples, something of who Jesus is, that truly Jesus is God-made man, the second person of the Trinity. In another gospel account of Jesus stilling a storm, we hear them asking, who is this, that even the winds and the waves obey him? We see this too in today's gospel, when Jesus has got into the boat, the winds and the storms ceased. Jesus, God, was in control, even of nature. And so who is Jesus and where do we find him and how do we find him? Sometimes, Jesus, God, feels close. A bit like 
on the Mount of Transfiguration we heard last Sunday. Up the mountain, Jesus was meeting with Moses and Elijah. Heaven and earth were so closely together that the prophets were there, within touching distance. And sometimes I imagine we have found those experiences ourselves, that somehow we are aware that God is so close to us, that God is real, that all of this is not just a myth or a fairy tale. This is true. God is real. Jesus truly is God-made man. Just as Peter found out when he cried out, Lord, save me. And Jesus reached out and touched him and saved him. Suddenly we realize that God is here. Maybe it is in the touch of another. Maybe it is in the midst of the chaos of the world. Maybe it is in unexpected places. On the other hand, maybe it is in the silence. When we experience that still, small voice of calm and realize it is truly God. If only we listen for God in those small things, in that quiet, in that silence. Not letting God be drowned out by everything else going on. Are you listening for God in unexpected ways? Because to experience God, really, we do need to be looking. We need to be listening, we need to be sensing, we need to be smelling, we need to be experiencing. And to be doing all that, we need to be expecting to meet God. <coughs> Waiting expectantly in all the situations of our life. Our faith is not knowing about God. It's not all about knowledge, although the knowledge is useful, I guess. Rather, it is about knowing God, knowing Jesus, experiencing God, God who loves us, each and every one of us, no matter what we've done, no matter where we're from, no matter what language we speak, God who loves each and every one of us so much that Jesus was born, that the incarnation happened, because God loves us, God reaches out to us. God is here. Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Jesus is here. We receive him in the most holy sacrament of the Eucharist. Of course we do. But we receive God in so many other ways too. Do we notice? I don't know. Sometimes we do. Maybe sometimes we don't. Maybe sometimes we look back and then realise that God was at work in ways we just couldn't comprehend at the time. Am I the only one who's realised that sometimes? Only in hindsight that God's doing something? So may we notice a bit more what is going on, what God is doing. May we help other people also to notice what God's doing in their lives, that God truly is present. This morning... Jesus walks on water. This evening, searching for Jesus, that notice proclaimed. But they are linked. 
may we, each and every one of us, see through the miracles that Jesus did in the Gospels, through our experiences also, know, acknowledge, celebrate that Jesus is God. And so may we, each and every one of us, continue looking for, searching for, and discovering Jesus throughout our lives. And as we do that, may we continually be changed more and more into the people God has created us to be. And may we help other people to discover this for themselves. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.